Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, the podcast for bowhunters who have jobs. This is your podcast. <laughs> you made it. You are a contributing <laughs> member of society, and you like to bowhunt, and this is your podcast. <laughs> Uh, welcome. Good to have you. Thanks for the support. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully, if you're tuning into this, you've been to workingclassbowhunter.com and seen all the sweet stuff we have for sale on our website. Sweet stuff, new stuff. Yeah, and some new swag on You're there. planning on being optimistic and hoping COVID can go get effed and you'll be at the Nebraska show to come hang out with us. That's what this podcast is about. It is basically without uh going any deeper or being obvious with it it's to promote the show yep. um especially in tough times like we're living in right now what better way to help people that are running shows and stuff like this if it all happens how we're wanting please come out to the show support people support the people that are there with their small businesses at the booths come say hi come hang out um spend money or not just be there come out and say hi have fun let's have a beer. Let's get this community out. Let's not be scared. We can't live in for, in fear forever. Let's do this shit. It's a hunting community. Let's build each other up. Good time. So that was very well said. Getting that. Thanks, man. That was nice. I try. I try. Uh, the podcast is brought think, to you I by. I think I go. Would you, would you go? I think I will. I can't wait to see you there, man. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is uh, presented by HHA Sports, and they've been kind enough to save you some some money during these trying times. Uh, with code WCB15 at HHASports.com. Oh, we're so dumb. <laughs> also, the podcast is brought to you by Sin Crusher. Everybody Loop. accused of being smart. Hey, wage brains. Uh, Loophold, Thermoseat, Victory Archery, Gator Outdoors, Big Time, and Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, so cool things there. You know, HHA, the code WCB15. Um, Thermoseat gives out the code for our listeners, WCTS at Thermoseat's website. We also have our own working class they Thermoseat. They go on our website, and we have them right there. Yep. Um, also, Gator Outdoors Lifestyle Brand, and they still are currently carrying some of your favorite bands, brands, bands, brands. Band? Use code WCB10 to save yourself some money there. Uh, also, big time code up to the end of the year, WCB2020. Um, they got some good things coming, some podcasts coming down the line with Big Time. And Old Barn is still doing the uh, basically the entry contest for working class listeners. You kill a deer, bring it into them, get entered in to win a free shoulder mount for next year just from the pot of working class listeners. So mm-hmm. we got maybe three listeners out there um, in the country. <clears throat> so if you're you know, you know one of five by this point, by the time this airs, you have a one in five chance to win the free shoulder mount at Old Barn Tax Dermy, Fort Madison, Iowa. Uh, check it out. Thanks to our partners. You guys are the shit. Um, Throw shit on the ground. We're being efficient. And Doug has a veteran shout-out. We're running right through it. Do it. Okay, this was submitted by Sarah Hurst, and the veteran name is Cody Hurst. He was in the Army, 
says Cody is retired from the United States Army where he was an infantryman. He currently works at the Army Depot in Pennsylvania and is a father to three kids. He was deployed in Iraq from 2006 to 2007. He's an avid hunter and fisherman and enjoys taking our three kids hunting and fishing with him. He started out his own nonprofit called uh, Freedom Warrior Outdoors that helps get disabled vets as well as retired or active military out hunting and fishing. Very cool. He's always willing to help anyone out. So thanks for your service, Cody, and uh, that's really awesome that he does that. That is cool. Shout that out again. What's the name of it? i got to find it. Freedom Warrior Outdoors. Freedom Warrior Outdoors. Yep. I'm assuming they have Instagram and Facebook and all that, but I, I doubt they put all that in there. But No, they didn't, but uh, we can look it up. Very cool. Awesome, man. Very awesome. Well, thank you for your service and giving back. That's really cool. Thank you, sir. Yep. Yeah, very cool. Well, awesome. Thanks, Doug. Welcome. For reading that. Thank you, sir, <laughs> thank for your you, service. Thank you, Cody. Yeah, thanks, Cody. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Cheers to you. Um, in the studio right now, myself, Kurt Geyer. Eric Common. We have Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. The Lord. And we have guest host all the way from Hayward, Wisconsin. Jordan Gensberg. What's up, buddy? Not too bad. How are you? Good. First time ever on a podcast? It is. You're from North, North, North Wisconsin. Northwoods, Wisconsin, yep. So, Line and Kugels. Line and Kugel country, yep. <laughs> I like it, man. Well, I think uh, we need to transfer all our beer to Line and Kugels. I'd be okay with that, I That'd think. That's a good idea. We could do it. You guys have... So, hear that, hear that bush light? I wouldn't be mad about hear that. It. He knows all about Line and Kugels. His lodge that he his business he has up there, Angler Haven Resort, is a certified liney lodge. Yeah, explain so. that quick before we dive into this whole like podcast. Yeah, how's that? I always wondered how that all worked. The short story of it is we are an honorary liney lodge. Um, basically, we saw a lot of Line and Kugels were loyal to their brand, and they reward us with being an honorary liney lodge. Really? Is there, is there a bunch the of them of in like Wisconsin? There's we're the first ever honorary liney lodge. There's no there's shit. liney lodges, but we're an honorary liney lodge. Oh, so there's damn. one uh, down on a lake south of us. That's the another one. So there's only two. Oh no, kidding. Yep, it's got a ring to it. So you guys are like the, the big boys lodge. of like serving liney kugels in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're kind yeah. of a big deal. That yeah. is a big deal. You're, I feel like you're downplaying this a little bit. We're humble. Okay, I'll, I'll say. Very humble. You should be Very more humble. cocky about that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, we are the line. Shout out, pull back, and let go. Uh, it's a it's a thing I came up with. I'm an avid bow hunter, um, and just kind of came across my wage brain one day, and I thought that sounds kind of cool. And so I dug into it deeper. I kind of researched it and thought it might be a cool thing to just screw around with and start yeah. an Instagram page and. Now I got clothing and a website and some sauce. really some really yeah. high quality clothing. So, Very nice stuff. It's been going good so far. You're a man of many hats because some high quality shit. Yeah, it yeah. is, man. And for the record, you didn't come on here like, hey, let's plug all this stuff. I'm doing it for you. Pink house neon. Yep. Okay. I, uh, Explain my, that. This is my original. It, my my original deal out of high school was instead of go to college, I'm kind of a hands on guy. So. I uh, apprenticed a guy in Bristol, Tennessee, to learn how to do neon signs, bend glass, and. Um, yeah, so long story short, I started my own business mm-hmm. uh, back in my hometown and then was doing lots of trips back and forth from Winona, Minnesota to Hayward. And yeah, I got a lot of <laughs> lot of little stories there, but uh, the shorts of it, I, I started a neon shop and then I moved to Hayward and I still do it. And I bought a house up there and it has an old, kind of like a farmhouse and I kind of converted it into a neon shop and when we bought it it was really ugly and kind of a salmon pink color so mm-hmm. that's where pink house neons was okay born. so when you say neon shop like neon signs like neon old signs, school glass, legit bending, yes 
Correct. Very cool. It's like you're doing all the intricate hand detail, like heating yep. it up, bending yep. it, yep. I mean, almost like lost art type shit. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like everybody I know that does it is like fifty plus. How did you learn how to do that? Just like- uh, just apprenticed an old guy down in Tennessee, and he was kind of on the retiring side of things, and bought half of his equipment. He came to my uh, hometown, went on to Minnesota, and helped me set up, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of been a thing ever since. How'd you like? Cool, man. How'd you like? I want to go into learning how to make neon signs. Was it bricks and done? Um, the neon moon. <laughs> <laughs> you hung out at bars a lot close. and stared at them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a long process. Uh, you learn how to bend first, and then you learn the the rest of the process, bombarding and you know mounting and the whole thing. So it's insane to watch. I went up there and drank whiskey, and we listened to heavy metal, and he cranked out a little piece for the sign he's working on, and it's it is an art form, man. It's oh, cool yeah. to watch. Yeah, you're in the middle of making the working class bow hunter logo. I am as a neon sign. I'm currently fighting the microphone. Yeah, I but it, it's gonna look legit and it's gonna be cool and. We're just going to have some perfect mistakes until we get there. That's awesome, yeah, dude. dude. Thank you so much for yeah, doing thank that. Thank you. Yeah. So say there's a hunting podcast, a hunting show, a hunting brand, a guy with a side business, a construction business. He's like, that'd be cool to have in the man cave or my business. Like, He can just get a hold of you and you can do that stuff? Yeah, I don't have a website for the neon stuff, but just look up uh, Pink House Neons on Instagram and message it, me there. Very cool. That's awesome, That's man. so bizarre. Interesting trades. How bizarre. Yes. Resort, hunting project. Neon shop. Yep. What else? That's it. That's I bet awesome. you no one else in this pull off. no one else in this nation has that same same deal going on. <laughs> Great a, beard. Yeah, yeah. he's you. a man of many talents. Yeah, yeah. just and, still and, trying and, to punch that tag. You know, that's the one thing I'm trying to get off my <laughs> back is that white tail. Yeah, yeah a bunch he, of cool cars and <laughs> shit too. <laughs> yeah, you're down here hunting with Chandler. Yep. Very cool, man. The Lord. The we're, Lord. We're giving it a go. We're trying to get him on a big one, but the weather's not really cooperating. It's cold, but we don't have snow, and it's not cold enough to just make them get out on their own. Force them to yeah, get Yeah, we need up. some snow. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, hopefully we'll check back in with you. We got, like, a full blast podcast coming with you here eventually. And uh, But, yeah, it was cool. You're in town. Might as well come in, guest host for a little bit, yeah. and, and hang Love out. It. So. Sweet operation. So, cool. Thanks for being thank a part, you. man, and supporting us. Yeah, thank you. Well, cool, man. Let's get this uh, whole show on the road and uh, learn a little bit about the Nebraska show. We're being optimistic, so thanks for joining the podcast. All right, we are here with Mr. Nebraska Deer and Game Expo, Chris Edwards. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good, but, man. Uh, thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. We were at the show last year. Yep. Um, had a ton of fun. Um, it was cool to hang out. Um, it was a good time, man. All around, good vibes. The, the show was a ton of fun. The drive there was not so much well, fun. Well, we had, we had a, a blizzard. <laughs> a blizzard on the way there, but, hey, we made it. Yeah, I, I, if I remember right, you guys uh, might have one night saw a guy uh, snap his leg in half, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Live action. <laughs> quick story. <laughs> we we went out for some drinks after the show, which, you know, we're known to do from time to time. Just one or, just one or two. Just one. We just, just, a, just a, a quick couple. A couple. Dinner, we had right back home. Beers. Go to bed. Guilty. Get ready for the show. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> and we watched a guy. It was like the just snowy, wintry weather of January in right. Nebraska. And a dude slipped and snapped his shin straight in half when we watched it happen. And it was uh, – felt bad for the poor gentleman. I, I We're assuming he was on a first date by the reactions of the girl that was with him because she was kind of, like, embarrassed by him and, like, didn't want to call 911. Yeah, it was weird. She was like, just get up already. Like, you're fine. I'm pretty sure it was a tender date for sure, yeah. I'm just saying I've never seen a cowboy boot bend that way, so. 
It's, That's all I saw. God, quit being a little bitch. Get up. It's tough in Nebraska. So. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska's yeah. tough, apparently. So thanks for letting us experience that, Chris. It was, uh, it was, it was good for us, you know, deep down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully there's none of that this year, you know. It's uh, as, as much, you know, that this year was probably that ice storm, you know, that's we get snow but it's rare for us to get ice like that so it kind of sucked last year or this year whatever you want to call it well that was that was a little rough on that friday i don't think we had hardly anybody through the door that friday but it's pretty good the rest of the weekend but friday yeah. was rough yeah yeah definitely and you know that's just like the kind of the gamble of having a show you know trade shows are always like in this weird wintertime area when nothing not a whole lot's going on so great time yep. but the weather can really that's up a weekend. You never know what's going to happen, right? But um, yeah. but man, with COVID and all that, you know, everyone's like all the shows last year after that got canceled. You know, we did the Nebraska show, the Iowa show, and then everything else was just kind of getting called off, which is a huge bummer. And I w- I've been looking forward to this show since <laughs> last year when we were there. Mm-hmm. And with COVID going on, you know, it's got everybody concerned and all that. But um, assuming everything's going normal, yeah. I mean, how, how are you feeling right now about it? I. Th- I mean, I'm feeling good. You know, I've been, I stay in touch with the, uh, staff at the event center and talk about what's going on. And, you know, the, the concern was is, uh, coming out of Thanksgiving, you know, the cases had kind of gone up here in Nebraska. So they had, uh, essentially a shutdown, no more than 10 to a gathering. And that was supposed to be through the 18th, but over the weekend, uh, Governor Ricketts came out and, he, you know, reeled back on all of those because everything was starting to dive back down. So he pushed back into the yellow and everything's back up to 50% occupancy, which is, that's great for the event center. I mean, that's, I think at 25%, they were still at like 10,000 people. So, oh, great. That's good. Great. Yeah. So, well, you know, plenty of opportunity for people to come into the show um our floor plan even last year was already set up the way they wanted it you know 10 foot aisles for social distancing and all that stuff we already had that last year so we didn't have to we didn't have to do anything different um so yeah we were happy about that that's good man that's good news to hear that makes me feel really optimistic about it because you know, we, we love doing these shows and we love mixing up with people and interacting with people who might know who the hell we are or, or go out and hang out. They're just our people, you know. We like to bullshit and, and have well, fun. Well, even if this show yep. goes on, they might give us that little advantage like, hey, this year might happen for all the rest of the shows, you yeah. know. Yeah, for sure. take this one well, off. Well, yeah, I was – you know, I kind of know, – knowing our community – and the type of people that we have within the uh, hunting and outdoor industry and just community in general itself, it surprised me how many shows were already, you know, canceling early on this year for 2021. Right. I wonder if a lot of it is just people like not wanting to worry about like the headache of like planning on it, then it being canceled. So they just encased canceled it but like last year we were in that weird dancing around area like ohio show i remember like hey we're getting ready to go to ohio no yes we are no we're not yes we are no we're not okay officially canceled but then we had to like look up if it was actually canceled like you couldn't find it anywhere right and but yeah i mean you get you get blue collar more republican mindset type people you know we get the cold and we drink beer and dip and (laughs) 
eat dead shit all the time. Like, what's a coronavirus going to do? You know, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, that's just it. You know, it, uh, you know, I, I get it. Probably a lot of these bigger companies that, you know, they're, they got to keep the peace or keep everybody happy. And I'm just not that way. I'm like, <laughs> the, the, this so is good. my belief. This is what I think. If you don't like it, fuck you. And, right, you exactly. know, you can do your own thing. And you don't like it, don't come out. But I think our community is the type of people that they probably feel the same way. Agreed. I, I think they are too. Um, and, and that's what I, that's what we liked about you. I mean, we hit it off with you right away, you know, interacting with you at our booth and stuff at yep. the show. We're like, this is our type of guy. And, um, I mean, it was cool, man, that – the show was a ton of fun. The people were a ton of fun out there. And then afterwards for the vendors, like you guys, remember you get bought the fight. There's a big UFC yep. fight and you threw a little fight watch there for everybody. So, I mean, you took care of all the vendors and, and it was cool, man. Um, so yeah, we've been looking forward to it. We were like, you know, hopefully no snowstorm next year. Cause I think there'd be twice as many people without that. And then, you know, of course COVID falls on our lap, but, um, <laughs> That's cool. At fifty percent, even at fifty percent, that's still a ton of people that can come into that oh, show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's that's not going to be a problem pushing enough people through there. Um, you know, we're gonna we'll be doing. I've kind of held off on you know doing a lot of advertising just because you know I didn't want to spend a bunch of money and then you know get punched in the balls. So sure, <laughs> right. I. Uh, I've held off, but I'm starting to line stuff up, and we're gonna we're gonna flood some advertising on radio and TV, and um, just get the word out there. Yeah, well, that's you good. Know. I mean, that's more confident than saying, "Hey, we're gonna be at the show, and we're gonna be there." Yeah, we're gonna rock it either way. What what sort of yep. uh, what kind of people are gonna what kind of people? What kind of booths are being booked at the show? I don't know how to word that. What kind, what kind of, of pe- people? Yeah, what, what kind of people are gonna be there? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't know. I'm asking it though. What kind of beer, people are being there? Beer drinkers. Stick to your guns. <laughs> beer drinkers and killers. That's right. That's right. I like um, that. Let me yep. ask you this then. More. Let me get finer into that. What booth besides ours are you most excited about? Well, you know, I, I definitely need to be really excited about uh, our title sponsor, which uh, they're they're back with us for a second year, and that really makes us happy that they believe in us and come back, and that's Whitetail Properties Real Estate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are a new show this year, and, you know, they believed in us enough to be our title sponsor and support us, and uh, they came out to the show last year, and... Um, they're right up front again, booth 19. Uh, they have a great setup when they're there. Uh, I think it looks great. Got a great group of guys with Luke Wallace and Jason Shent and uh, a couple other guys that come in there. I don't know all of them, but those are two of them that I know pretty good and uh, just really good group of really good group of guys that uh, they love the outdoor industry. They want to support Nebraska and. You know, I'm I'm happy they're with us and they continue to stay with us and support us. So um, that's one booth I'm excited about. Of course, we got uh, another one. Uh, Bass Pro Shops Cabela's will be with us again. Very cool. Uh, awesome. They're our associate sponsor again this year. Again, you know, they believed in us enough last year or this year to um, become a sponsor and uh, enjoyed the show and thought it was uh a good enough show this year to continue sponsoring us in 2021. So uh, they'll be back out. They'll have a uh, big booth again. I don't know if they'll, you know, last year they had uh, 
the drawing you could enter to win the uh, trip down to, oh, I always forget the name of their lodge, the lodge that's down there in uh, Missouri at Bass Pro Shops down there, but you could win that. I don't know if they're going to be doing anything like that again this year, but mm-hmm. um, they'll be out there. And, of course, uh, we've got uh, Whitetail Adrenaline coming out this year. Oh, uh, nice. Jared Sheffler and the crew, those, those guys are awesome. Uh, yep. Yeah, everybody loves those yep. guys. Oh, boy. You better be ready to drink beer if them guys are around. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's for sure. So we're excited to have them out here. Uh, I know Jared and Chancey are supposed to be um, there. I don't know who else from the crew might be down there, but for sure those two are supposed to be there. Um, Jared will be doing uh, seminars all three days on public land whitetail hunting. So, um be a good opportunity to come out and you know that guy uh, you know we we have all their videos we watch that's what we watch at deer camp when we're up there uh, it's about three weeks that i spend at deer camp each year and that's two weeks before our rifle season and then our rifle season and i watch a lot of that and i just if there's a guy that can deal spot and stock hunting uh, he's he's the guy man i mean out of a minivan. <laughs> oh yeah, in, in, in grass that looks like you went out and mowed it with your lawnmower every day, and uh-huh. he's out there, and you know he's getting close enough that he's whacking them things with, you know, traditional. Yeah, longbows you know, and he's, he's, he's getting in on them, so you know I enjoy that. I was kind of excited when uh, I didn't know I was, he was able to book them to come out. Yeah, I didn't know he was coming out. That's a big, big draw. I do. Those guys yep. are so awesome. And Jared is literally he. I'm big shout out to them guys that he did our podcast. I think like episode fifteen. We didn't. It might have been before that. It might have been. We didn't have no like we weren't established. We barely knew what the fuck we were doing. I was nervous as hell to interview him. I've known oh, his yeah. videos. Like have all his videos too. Watch them the same way you said and. It, he's busy, so we can never. The reason why he hasn't been on is frequent because we can't really get our schedules to align. Right. And but he gave us a shot, and he was like, he was like oh, yeah. one of the boys off the first ten minutes. But I'll walk by his booth thinking he's busy, you know, at, at a show, and I'll be walking by and get near past him, be like Kurt, and I'll turn around, but sorry, dude, I thought you were busy. What's up, Duke? You ain't gonna come over and say hi? Right? It's like, oh, dude, sorry, man. I, I didn't know that you're being a big time you know yeah, big time. um so that's cool that's really cool that he's there that's a big big draw that's worth yeah. it in itself to come screw us you know <laughs> yeah, oh heck no you got you, i'm excited that you guys are back you know it's uh we're number four <laughs> we're fourth no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the podcast with you guys i don't think i had to talk about the fact that you guys are going to be out there and how i feel about you shit oh yeah we no talked you... about broken bones and <laughs> Fight and shit. I mean, <laughs> no, I we're we're the total package. Yeah, we're the total package, but we're not we're That's not the right. main attraction. You know, like we just got a little bit of it all. We dabble here and there, but whitetail adrenaline's that's that's a good one. Um, yeah, last year we had to steal electricity from the neighbors. <laughs> what? Yeah, the guys with the boats. We stole their electricity. Oh yeah, <laughs> we yep. their electricity. Oh, the- we thought it was ours, and they're like, "Hey, is this your extension cord?" We're like. Yeah, we thought this was electrical, and then we ended up didn't have an electrical or something. He's like, "Oh, we don't give a shit. Just go ahead and steal it." Oh, I, I guess I didn't realize I was in there when we set up. But. Yeah, well, neither. But yeah, I mean, nice. I think Eric, didn't you take a nap? Well, 
I don't know if Cabela's would love this. But oh, they, yeah, in the canvas tent. Yeah, they had their tent set up in the booth, <laughs> and we were all hung over, which we tend to be at shows sometimes. Us? I went and took oh, yeah. a little snooze in the uh, cot in the canvas tent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know if we we're supposed to talk about that one. but uh, So Whitetail yeah, Adrenaline, I mean, what other what other ones are you excited about? Uh, we got Melissa Bachman out again. She'll be doing seminars. Um you know, I don't, I don't know if you know Melissa at all. But oh yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've met her through. I know she's been on your podcast, but yeah, I've met her through uh, my involvement with the Big Game Conservation Association is where I first met her. She was a special guest at one of our banquets a few years ago, and yeah, just, uh, I mean, down to earth. I mean, she's, she's one of us when it comes yep. to, you know, she's just. She loves to hunt. Um, she's real, and she's great with the kids. And I don't know how many kids and ladies she's brought into the sport, but she's a great ambassador. Yeah, she really just is. for the hunting community. So um, we're big fans of Melissa, mm-hmm. and we keep going back like off on these tangents. But Melissa is another one of those that was on our show really early on, and we've done a few um, with her. But I want to tell a funny story about last year's show real quick, if you don't mind. So, <laughs> oh god, absolutely. So we brought. I mean, how many of these funny stories are we gonna tell from this show? Well, that make you want to come out and see us at the show, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I'm keep telling to, them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm building this up. See, them in. see what I'm doing? So I brought my brother-in-law with to the show last year, and one, I just wanted him to experience like the outdoor show, like atmosphere, and come out and have some fun. So, and he doesn't, he coyote hunts a little bit, but he doesn't watch like hunting media, television, he doesn't listen to the hunting podcast, nothing like that. I totally forgot about that. And he, yeah, <laughs> he's just, he's a really outgoing, like bubbly personality, real fun, down to earth guy. And so we got him all decked out in working class gear and he kind of looks like he's part of the crowd. But he had like this ridiculous mullet at the time. Like and Joe Dirt mullet. And he's a, kind beautiful. of the type, yeah, Joe Dirt mullet. He's, he's the type of guy, like, he's just fun. Like, he's loud, and he's like, hey, what's up? And he's just bubbly and just outgoing. Well, he sees Melissa Bachman walk by, and he doesn't doesn't know who Melissa Bachman is. And he's like, dang, did you see that chick? You know, like, in the booth. And I'm like, hey, Jake, like, this is, like, one of the baddest female hunters on the planet. And I, I kind of gave him the, the spiel. Baddest. I'm like, yeah, like, kills lions, like, talked about i kind of explained the whole like lion controversy she went through a few years you know for five six years ago and gave him the rundown of who melissa bachman well i guess he forgot or he just didn't (laughs) care yeah he drank enough he didn't remember (laughs) yeah and it was he's just being fun you know and melissa like walked by and we were talking to her like oh hey what's up she's like oh hey what's going on guys and jake like without skipping a beat it's just like Dang, you're sexy! Like just hit, hit, <laughs> to Melissa Bachman, just hitting on her, like hitting on her, but being like bubbly and fun and friendly. He wasn't being like a creep by any means, but just being bubbly and funny, right. you know, kind of joking with her. And she just like rolled with his punches, like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah, like just was like get kind of gave it right back to him, like, "Okay, yeah, you're gonna do that." And and then she was funny, like walked off, and I'm like, Jake, I was like, you just like hit on the baddest female hunter on the planet, like that girl was just. <laughs> Like that girl would hip toss you and throw you on the dirt so fast. <laughs> it was just, I just love that story. And that might not mean anything to anybody but me, but Jake being a non hunter, being like this bubbly guy to like trying to hit on Melissa. Had Bachman. No idea who Melissa Bachman was. Yeah. And then it not working was right. like the funniest thing ever. Like it just shows like she's, she's been in this game a while. Oh, yeah. Nothing that's going to catch yeah. her off guard. But anyway, that's a one funny story from the show. Sorry about that. But I just, 
I guess I thought it was worth mentioning. <laughs> That's just one of the many funny stories, right? His sister, right. which which is funny, his sister, you know, I, my, he's my brother-in-law, my wife loves that story um, and thought that was like the funniest thing ever when we got home. I told her about that. because <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? She understands like what, what Melissa Bachman is, you know? Um, so sorry, right. Melissa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she listened to this. Probably not, but uh, sorry if you are listening. She probably just laughed about it. Oh, dude, she laughed it off. It was so funny. Got a crazy crew. Crazy crew, but yeah, yeah Melissa, Melissa Bachman in the house. I'm sorry, I keep cutting out these stories. I don't mean to keep doing that. It's just funny. Oh, no, absolutely. We got to talk about all the fun that people have coming out to the show. That's right. right. That's right. You know, it's, uh, you know, we got a lot of exhibitors, but. Of course, you know, we want to talk about uh, we'll have the big buck contest going again. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of big bucks on uh, the Bucks in Nebraska page. They've been posting a lot of them, so I'm hoping we see a few of those uh, out at the show this year. Um, and then, of course, we got the uh, 3D shoot going on again, and this year they're expanding that out. Uh, it's going to be bigger. Um, they're going to add some more, I don't know, scenery, trees, shrubs, stuff, whatever. Make it a little more exciting of a shoot. So oh, no definitely want to bring your bow out for that and check that out. And Can anyone enter in that? Yep, anybody can enter. We just got to get somebody from our crew to enter that. Who's doing it? Doug? Doug, you're in. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Doug, you should do it. All right. You're going to be wearing one of those stupid helmets with the two beers on each side, you know? Can I? <laughs> well, I probably can't put beers in them if you're shooting your bow, but would you do it, Doug? Would you do the the 3D shoot? The celebrity 3D shoot, Doug. Must no, have. Oh, you don't even call me a celebrity, but. No, we can put your Dale Earnhardt jacket <laughs> on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. easy. Yeah. I don't want to put too much pressure on me. <laughs> be a celebrity. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, I'll do nice. it. Do it for the people. Doug's in. Doug's in. There you go, man. Chris, you heard it. I would love it. to shoot it, but I don't have time. <laughs> yeah, I'm too good for that, pal. I don't have time for that. Jeez, Chris, my, thanks. <laughs> my, my, my wife would probably uh, not be too happy with me if I shagged out, you know, shoot the 3D while <laughs> she's got to keep working. <laughs> yeah, it's a great excuse, man. It's a great excuse. The owner of the show <laughs> runs everything. I'm busy. I'm busy. I gotta shoot. Sure you are. Yeah. Go ask my wife. No, I need to. I need to go over here and check this out. Make sure everything's running smooth. I need to check the overhead rotary girt. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, Doug, Doug's gonna shoot it. Apparently, there I we am. go. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. Bring, bring your uh, Dale Earnhardt jacket. No, your, I don't know about that. And your, in uh, your sunglasses, you'll be good. Just don't wear anything working class until yeah. you like start doing a little good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What if I win? Nice. Well, then you're going to have to uh, claim your prize and uh, decked out in WCB gear. What is the prize if you win? Uh, Well, you get a plaque. And then I don't want to talk about it just yet, but everybody that enters the uh, 3D shoot, um, they're – They'll be put into a hat for a prize, which... A date with Melissa Bachman. We'll go with that for now. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I I can't confirm what the prize is. I haven't uh, 
I, I would like to talk about it. Okay, we won't, like we won't push you. About, we won't but, push you. But, but I, but I can't because I don't have, I have confirmation, but I don't have confirmation if that makes sense. Yeah, now sure. I get it. No, I get it. it makes sense. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to promote somebody and then not. I'm hearing you. David Melissa Bachman. We got it. We got it. Yeah. So, but <laughs> he's like, shut up. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, and then, then of course, you know, I mean, a main attraction, we got this, yeah, there's this really cool place that's in the back and it's, it's going to have a counter and there's going to be people there serving like bush lattes. Oh. What? And other beers and probably some mixed drinks. I, mean, I think that'll be a. I think that'll be a pretty solid attraction. You have a okay. place that does that, like a bar. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be. I, there. I think that one's. I think that one's going to be pretty popular. I'll check it out. What happens is you bring your cash that you. All right, here's what I do when I go to a trade show, and I know I'm going to spend money. I budget myself to a certain amount of cash in my pocket. And the, that cash is meant for spending on hunting products and not beer. So you, beer is like kind of free reign. I spend what I want on beer, and then I you have three dollars left to spend on hunting equipment. Well, no, I I debit my beer and stuff because that's I got to maintain. Oh, okay, right, like it's like a necessity at this point. And then the cash in my pocket is to buy stuff at like booths and like support people like DVD. I like hunting DVDs and collecting DVDs and stuff like that, which they're kind of disappearing. But uh, like White Children on does that, you know. I yep. always get their DVDs, um, like a shirt, or a cool shirt, or something like that. Um, and then I drink so much beer that I go to the ATM again, and then my whole budgeting that I planned in the first place is out the window, and I have a good time, and I don't regret it. My wife doesn't get mad at me, so that's how I go about trade shows. It's worked out so far, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not divorced yet. Like it's been filed, but like it's so far, it's good. You know, it's a bold strategy. I won't sign it. <laughs> I ain't gonna sign shit. <laughs> It's there. I just haven't signed it. <laughs> I spend all my money at the trade show. Half of nothing's nothing. You know what I mean? It's my theory. <laughs> you got to drink beer. I mean, you've got tree stands. You've got a bow. You got camo. I mean, yeah. if by some chance you're not able to buy stuff other than beer, I mean, you'll make it through the season, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. You already right. got all the stuff. <laughs> right. We're good. We got everything we need. You can look at the stuff for next season. That's what you can do. <laughs> Yeah, we're so dumb. There's like, there's like a good percent of people that are like following my sarcasm there, and then there's like a great percent of them that are like, I don't know what this dude is talking about. But <laughs> either way, if you're here, all I know is he's getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not actually happening, <laughs> for the record. Yeah, uh, but I know about. Um, but yeah, man, cool. Like awesome vendors, um, beer. That's cool. Cabela's, Whitetail Properties, uh, the Big Buck Competition. I mean, there's a lot to see, a lot to do. Uh, I, beforehand, I'd never heard about a show in Nebraska going on. You always hear about the Iowa show, Ohio, Madison, and like PA, of course. But mm-hmm. um, it, I mean, before last year, Nebraska wasn't on our radar, and and I don't know if that is a common thing, but obviously for people who live in Nebraska, it needs to be. Well, yeah, and see, we didn't, uh, we hadn't had a show out here in Nebraska since I think it was like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. Um, there was, we had the, uh, Nebraska Buck and Bird Classic and, you know, I don't really know what happened. They tried to move it to the summer one year and just couldn't get the vendors cause that's when a lot of the shows down South are and right. then they just quit doing it. So I had been, uh, 
talking about a show in Nebraska for quite a few years and that we needed one back and saying that, you know, as I tell my wife, I was interested in doing one. And finally this year, well, last year she said, either stop talking about it or do it for God's sake. I'm tired of listening to you. So to me, Good woman. that was the green light. So I got to go ahead to do it. So that's what started planning. And so, you know, we're like, let's, let's bring one back. And, and I've got a lot of really good friends that, you know, help me out, uh, you know, come out and work and help me get everything ready for the show. And, you know, I appreciate that. You know, I think you guys met Jeremy Schaaf last year, but he's uh, kind of my right-hand man in a lot of things. He helps me out with a lot of stuff. And, you know, I appreciate him and his wife and daughter come out and help too. So it's uh, very appreciative. Glad we have the show back. Uh, you know, even my wife giving me the green light. She's the one that's in the uh, show office all weekend uh, taking care of all that stuff for me. So... She supports me in all of my crazy ideas that I have. I mean, I'm uh, I'm all over the place. I don't – I'm not a man of one trade. I'm, I'm a jack of all trades, master and none. So It's <laughs> the way to be, man. That's how we all are. It's, uh, you know, 20 years in the Navy, I missed a lot of hunting seasons, missed a lot of uh, passions that I enjoy, and so – since I retired, I've that's kind of what my life revolves around outside of my family, and my wife supports me, and thank goodness she likes to hunt, and my son likes to hunt, so you know it it works out. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for your service too. Yeah, thank anyway. you for that, man. I guess I wasn't aware well, of that. Thank you. Very cool, man. Well, I we enjoyed like- it. Yep. Good, man. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. It's uh, it, dude, the show is so much fun. It's it's kind of cool, like. You thought about it. The wife gave you the go-ahead, and normally that's all it takes for, for certain guys, you know, yeah. and you jumped on it, man. And I thought last year was a ton of fun. We had a blast. Uh, we just love, like, the trade show atmosphere in general. It's, like, oh, yeah. our type of thing. And uh, we're excited to come back, and I'm glad that we're, we're powering through this, like, weird time, and, and I feel good about it happening. And I just hope people really come out and – I think what's good this year for the show is that people are like kind of stir crazy. They want to yeah. they want to go mix it up. They want to be out of the house. They want to just, yep. just do what they normally did before all this bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yep. It's uh, you know, twenty twenty has been a uh, year for the books, sure. And uh, I don't know. I just uh, you, you know, I don't want to dive too much into stuff, but. You know, I'm 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 a patriot, so it's uh my my thoughts on a lot of this stuff are <laughs> <laughs> We're catching you drift already. Gotcha. Yeah. We're right so, there with you. Yep. Say no more, fam. So it's uh <laughs> We're picking up where you're putting down. I smell it. I, I'm glad. We're in the same boat, so, man. I mean we live in Illinois, right? I mean what worst state to live in being the mindset of our people, so um you know, it's Illinois is you know majority wise is a country folk country type vibe for the most part but you have chicago yeah it's a red state with chicago right yep it's chicago i was gonna i was gonna like i was gonna name a list you got chicago you got uh chicago Chicago. you got naperville (laughs) you got aurora yeah but 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 you know you look out you look across the country 
and that's pretty much the way it is across the country. I mean, look at California. Yep. That's pretty oh, yeah. much a red state except for the cities. Yep, yep, for sure. I mean, that's that's ranch and hunting country when you get out there. I mm-hmm. mean, that's – so, you know, it's – you know, we got these city centers that are the only blue you see on the map. Everything else is red, and, yeah. you know, they, they like to do what we like to do. They like to go out and enjoy nature and – Right, hunt, fish, do all that stuff, and just a different mindset altogether. And you know, people in the cities, it's not their fault. I mean, it's just the way that the the way of thinking is just different there, you know. And you know, we can't fault anybody for that. But you know, if we want to do what we want to do, just let us do what we do. You know, if we want to have a trade show in Nebraska about hunting and and have a great time and support each other, then we should be able to do that, Uh, no matter what's going on. That's that's my outlook on it, anyway. Like. Uh, you know, we understand the risk right now, and if we want to go out and, you know, mask or whatever, yep. wear a mask, don't wear a mask, yeah, whatever, cool. We'll just hope hope to see you out there. That's it. Yep, exactly. We want we want everybody to come out, enjoy. We got a lot of great vendors. Um, we continue to get calls every day. Um, just got a call from. Uh, I was surprised because we pretty much with the borders. Um, you know, obviously our Canada vendors, the border shut down, so they aren't able to make it down this year. Um, the New Zealand outfitters we had, their borders are shut down, so they're not able to make it out. And then like our South Africa outfitters, you know, they want to come back, but they lost all their clients this year. So they just can't, you know, they can't afford to do it. Um, so there, you know, that's understandable. We lost those yeah. vendors, but I got a call today from a, a completely new African vendor today that they're they're coming over. They all their shows have been canceled, um, except for like three shows. So they're already planned to come over, and so they're coming over. They're going to come to our show, and um, very cool. So we'll so we'll have an African outfitter there. We've got some, uh, you know. U.S. outfitters that'll be here, um, blinds. I mean, you know, we we run the gamut. Blinds, you know, deer supplement companies, deer feeds, um, real estate companies. A lot of our nonprofits in the outdoor industry for Nebraska are out um, are coming to the show. Um, Man, I I, I do a, I do think it's going to be a good turnout, man. People are stir crazy. I think no, that's people the biggest. Are cooped, people have been cooped up all winter, anyways, and then you combine COVID with it. I think by the time middle of January rolls around, it's gonna people are going to be ready to get out and do something. Yeah, yeah if everything's a go, people will be there. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. Buckstorm will be our booth neighbor, I believe. Um, great dudes there. Yep. It, it's going to be fun. I know we're going to have a blast. We're going to be cutting up. We're going to try and do some podcasts in the booth. Um, we just hope people come out and hang out. That's the main thing. Just, yep. Let's get get out of the house. Let's have do this. Time. Shoot the shit, drink cold beers, have some fun. For sure, absolutely. It's it's going to be a good time. You know, it's uh, you got Rambo Bikes is going to be here. So come out and test out one of their bikes. They're going to let you ride them around. Oh yeah, drink a half a dozen beers. Them electric bikes, Scott. Um, right. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a kid zone that uh, Bass Pro Cabela's is. Uh, Bringing a bunch of inflatables out, uh, oh, archery, pellet guns, um, the 4-H, the uh, Lincoln Shooting Stars 4-H Club will be out with the uh, 
4-H pellet gun trailer again this year. Um, you know, I, I said we had the 3D shoot. We also got uh, National Archery in the Schools program, uh, which kind of is Prairie Bowman Archery Club that's putting on the 3D. They also kind of do that uh, NASP area that's just for the kids to uh, shoot the bows. Um, you know, we're just going to have... A lot of different stuff out there. A lot of a lot of things to keep the kids entertained. Um, we've got a wine vendor, so you'll be able to sample what? some wines while you're out there. Oh, dude, I'm just gonna, I'm mean, gonna hit some wine. T- I'm gonna do laps and hit that wine booth. Just like <laughs> ah, switch hats. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we got we got a little bit of everything. Taxidermy. You know, it's uh. I like it, man. Uh, by the way, we didn't mention this earlier. <laughs> uh, January fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth is the show dates. So that's right. Not too far out. Uh, we hope to see you out there, man. Uh, everybody, just come out, hang out with us. Let's I mean, get after it. A month away. Yeah, today's the fifteenth. Yeah, time to record de- for sure. Definitely going to be a good time. You know, it's. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I've talked to a couple places, you know, for like, uh, you know, everybody getting together afterwards, but everything's been kind of limited on numbers for them to lock something in for us to go out there. So we'll probably just, probably what we'll do is just say, hey, we're going to go out to this place on this night and everybody comes there. Hey, that's Perfect. easy. We can make Bombard them. Yep. Just yep, a bunch of hunters. That's right. High, high fancy establishment asking for bush light and whatever else. But. Pretty much what we do every show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't. I don't think there's a fight this year on that Saturday that we could get again. But yeah, that's all right. We can. I'd rather cut up a little bit, man. We've been cooped up so long. I'd rather mix it up with people and then sit and watch something, you know. So um, it'll be yeah. fun. Let's do that, man. We'll uh, we'll help uh, push the forefront on where we're going to have our post social gathering for the show, but. No, dude, we're looking forward to it, man. We we do appreciate you kind of like pushing through this weird time and yeah. saying, you know, hey, we're gonna ha- we're having the show, let's do it. So uh, that means a lot. You're helping people, all the vendors. You're helping um, small businesses, people in need, people that are losing income for all these other shows that are getting canceled. So um, big shout out to you, man, for doing this. It, it means a lot, and that's we're glad to do this podcast and promote it the way we have been here um, because it's it's good. You know, it's it's a win win for everybody. And uh, I think that more people and more media platforms need to start promoting the small business trade show type of stuff because in, in return, it's going to help everybody that's there. So oh, absolutely. Right. Exactly. I, I, I agree with you. And I, you know, I, I appreciate all the uh, shout outs you guys have been giving us on your podcast. I appreciate it. I mean, it's uh, like I said, it, it helps to get the word out there and, you know, tells me obviously you guys had a pretty good time this year that you're talking about it and of course getting the getting the word back out there and you know like you know like you guys said earlier it was it, it, it was easy to talk to you guys because again like you said we're we're pretty much the uh same kind of people and yeah Cut think the, the same, same and have the same kind of sense of humor, whether that's good or bad, but <laughs> you know, it was, you know, I, I felt like we hit it off and yeah. so I'm glad you guys are coming back and I appreciate the support and uh, looking forward to a great time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Heck yeah. Likewise, can't man. Wait for it, man. Well, cool. Anything yeah, we didn't cover that you need to shout out on the show and, or anything like that? 
What was that again? Anything you need to, before we head out of here, anything you need to shout out for the show or anything we missed? Uh, you know, I don't. You know, I'm sure once we're off, uh, there, there's always <laughs> things I'll think of that I should have talked about. But, you know, I, I think I covered a lot of it. You know, just uh, plug again. Make sure uh, you bring your uh, deer mounts, whether – you know, they're in the drying period or they've already dried, whether it's a shoulder mount, European. Uh, if you just got the skull plate, we don't care. Bring them uh, mounts out and get them scored at the show this year. Enter them into the big buck contest. Uh, we'll also have the uh, shed contest going on. Oh, cool. Um, Can people bring yeah, deer and stuff from out of state if they want? Yep, absolutely. We'll have uh, – um, like our big buck contest is going to be for the 2019-2020 seasons. Uh, but then we have historical categories. So if you have something older than that you want to bring in, you can bring it in. And then we'll have um, a category for other states. So if you're, you know, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, South Dakota, Minnesota, wherever you're coming from, you can bring them down and enter them in the uh, big buck contest. We would love to have them and get them scored. And so I, I think, uh, so we've got, uh, we're probably going to have, um, I think it's still standing is the Nebraska state record elk will be on display in the, um, Joel Helmer, who's one of our scorers, uh, he wrote a book called Nebraska's Bucks and Bulls. Um, it's a bunch of stories about some of the biggest mule deer, whitetail, and elk taken in Nebraska. He got with the hunters that took him and wrote the book. But his daughter, who, oh, what's it been, three, three years ago, two years, two or three years ago, she shot, she drew her Nebraska elk tag and shot the state record. It was I didn't even know there was over elk in Nebraska. Over 420. <laughs> it was 420? Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Jesus. Over 420. Yep. A... It's, it's, uh, it's, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's but, an impressive yeah. bull anywhere. Yep. Nebraska's got a very good uh, elk population. Um, I had no idea. Yep. It's, it's resident only. you got to be a resident to hunt unless you buy one. Of, there are some auction tags out there. Hmm. Uh, so is that like a point for, system? Uh, it is, but not, you know, like Western states, it's not the same. So, like, they just started the point system, I think, seven years ago, because I think I have seven points I'm maxed out. Uh, but they, the permits have been around for like 25 years, I think. Oh, wow. But they just started a point system, but it's you're not guaranteed. It's basically if you have seven points, your name gets put in the drawing seven times. Okay. Oh, wow. That's insane. I had no idea. Yep. So, and if you draw, it's a once-in-a-lifetime. So, if you draw your bull tag, then you're done. you harvest, then you're done. What if you if don't you harvest draw, and you draw another? Then you have to wait five years, and then you can start applying again. Oh, Oof. wow. That's yep, crazy. They, they, I had no idea. Yep. So, and the the elk population, it's it's growing. I actually had. So I I also run a hunting club here in Nebraska called Big Red Outdoors, and uh, one of my guys was sitting in a tree stand. Oh, it was right before our rifle season started, 
and he sent me a video up in Knox County, uh, Nebraska. It's up in northeast Nebraska. And sent me a video. He's like, holy shit. I just had a bull elk go by my tree stand. And you couldn't really tell in the video. I mean, you could see that it was an elk, but you couldn't really tell. But he said it was a really nice bull. Um, but just for an idea, it's not really – they're pretty much western. Um, there is a county up here. They do kind of spread on the uh, north uh, boundary. They'll spread to the east. But we're talking the next county, two counties away, is where they have the next closest season. And I think it's like two or three tags in that county per year. I just looked up so Knox not, County, Nebraska, and it's like straight down from the river that divides South Dakota. And yep, that is you're damn near in Iowa to see elk. Yep, it's it's you're about a little over an hour away from Iowa, and there's I've I've got friends that live in Dixon County, which is just over from Sioux City. No kidding. They have elk there? And they've they've uh, videoed um, some elk that they've seen out in fields. Um, I think they were all cows that they saw or that they've seen here the last year. But, elk, I mean, the herd's really growing, so the elk are starting to spread out more because they just they got to expand their territory because they're, the population's growing. So they're growing. slowly making their way east is what you're saying. Dude, we had elk in Iowa and Illinois. We'd grow the biggest elk of all time. Well, maybe, maybe we wouldn't. But. I'm kind of unrelated, but this is kind of crazy because Jordan's sitting here, and he said there's wolves right up where he's at, like seven hours north of us up in Wisconsin. So we got wolves up there. We got elk pretty much in Iowa, and we just had a black bear run right through our county here in Illinois this summer. So through Ross's ground. Yeah, it seems like the the I wild animals run. are just closing in on us. I love it. Hey, this is black good. bear run we, from we, a we, mile We got mile. moose out here. You know, talking about white-tail adrenaline, did you see that one episode they were hunting nebraska and they filmed the moose how oh, i missed yeah. that one yeah that's what? been that that was one of their early on ones but yeah there's moose sightings every year in nebraska and then uh that's probably been about 15 years ago now there was a uh male wolf shot kind of up in that north central nebraska area and they dna'd it back to a pack out of minnesota wow see oh, I, but you know looking at the map here it's it touches Colorado, it touches Wyoming, it touches South Dakota. Like, yeah, of course there's those critters there, but like you just don't think of it. Like yeah. top of your head, you're not thinking about oh. elk in Nebraska. You think that there's no elk until you hit Colorado. It's like the mindset generally I think for That's like our when the well, bear yeah, and, uh, you know, we got a good population of mountain lions. Um this year we had the lottery again for a bighorn sheep. The guy just harvested it here a couple weeks ago, shot a real nice uh, bighorn sheep on the uh, lottery tag. I feel so ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel strongly ignorant. I didn't know animals like this lived in Nebraska. But I'll be honest, though, no offense, Chris, but like not a lot of people think about Nebraska in the Midwest anyway where I'm at. Like it's, uh, Big muley is what I think about. Nebraska, this is what... Well, I mean, what do you need to more. think about Nebraska for? You got... You're in Iowa and Illinois. You got huge whitetails there. Well, that too, but I guess the one thing we do think about Nebraska is from mule deer. It's mule, the closest yep. mule deer state for us. That's where Doug and I shot our mules. Out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yep. you know, we just did a couple podcasts with guys that killed you know mule deer in Nebraska. But 
you know, when you, you tell someone in Illinois or Iowa, like, yeah, Nebraska, that's the flattest, most boring state to drive through on your way to Colorado. That's like all you hear. <laughs> And I, it always cracks me up because anytime somebody tells me Nebraska's flat, I say, let me guess, you drove through on I-80. Yep, yep. exactly. Uh, yep. River Corridor. Uh-huh. You got, I said, did you drive a mile north or south of the interstate? No. Nope. nope. I'm like, then don't tell me Nebraska's flat. We got, <laughs> we got the most varying terrain in Nebraska from, you get up in the Pine Ridge in northwest Nebraska, it's like the Black Hills. Um, down in southwest Nebraska where I grew up, it's big canyon country, um, you know, like western Colorado-type canyon country. Um, you get up in northeast Nebraska where I live now, and it's a lot of terrain. It's rolling hills with pasture ground and crop ground with hardwoods and cedars. Southeast Nebraska, you get down there, same kind of thing. It's got a lot of rock outcroppings. I mean, it's just, then we got the sand hills. You know, there's yeah. no other terrain like the sand hills anywhere in the United States. That's where that's where we hunted our muleys at, was right in sand hills. It's not, yep, Nebraska's it's, not what you think, Iowa and Illinois. Get your right. shit together. No. Nope, <laughs> Don't be so ignorant. You know, so ignorant. we got antelope. God, you guys got it I all. Mean, it's, Damn, maybe Nebraska's the spot. I think you it know? might be the little gem, the little uh, gem in the rough. Hey, we've been qu- hey, quit saying it. We've been blowing up uh, Ohio on whitetails lately. I think Nebraska's the new Ohio. All of a sudden, <laughs> this trade show is yeah, about no, to be the craziest trade. Nebraska show. sucks for hunting, man. You guys don't want to come here. <laughs> I think uh, we're gonna have to get together here, man. And have to get moving on your hunting areas. <laughs> show us yeah, where the we moose go are. Out, uh, we, we, we go out every year. To the grasslands and uh, do spot and stock antelope hunt every year. That's that's obviously you guys have done plenty of that up in South Dakota with them uh, buckstorm boys. But yeah, that, that that's some humbling hunting right there. Doug, mm-hmm. you've hunted antelope in Nebraska, haven't you? Yeah. How the fuck are you going to be all quiet this <laughs> whole time? And you've hunted <laughs> Nebraska for antelope, and you're just like sitting there with your mustache, like. You ain't gonna bring it up. I just think about the guy to shoot now. Yeah, I was gonna say bothered. <laughs> just say you're all scared about having to do this. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> like an idiot. Well, hey, sorry, um, but I miss an antelope in Nebraska, so I don't want to talk about it. Well, you, I mean, don't say that, man. Now you're gonna look back going into the 3D shoot already. Well, dude, don't have to. Golly, yeah, don't you don't think at all, do you, Doug? No, <laughs> <laughs> Doug's like I didn't do anything. <laughs> you're attacking me. <laughs> Pay to think. Well, Nebraska's a hidden gem. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to meet a bunch of people with the Nebraska show, schedule podcasts with them, blow up your state, drive sales on tags and everything. Then people get burned out. Then we'll move in and kill all the animals. There you go. Like Turkeys it. is uh, the hidden delight in Nebraska. I heard that. I've heard that. We've been to Kansas couple times for turkeys. but uh, I've seen videos of the outfitter we went to in Nebraska of the turkeys. Yeah. And it's fucking unreal. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Really? I'm not a uh I'm I'm not a big turkey hunter myself. Yeah, me I mean I, I I go out and I'll I'll hunt them a couple times a year, but it's not you know it's not like, oh my god, I'm I I don't get out turkey hunting. I'm not like dying like I am if I'm not in a tree stand. Right. <laughs> Turkeys at antlers that change the whole game. Yeah, but my, you know, one thing that's great about turkey hunting in Nebraska is there's no, 
there's no age for it. So I took my son out when he was oh, cool. six. He wanted to go turkey hunting, and he shot his first turkey when he was six. And I'd be damned if that son of a bitch didn't have four beards. No wow. kidding. That's awesome. First turkey he shot had four beards. He gives me crap all the time about it because <laughs> I've never shot one with four beards. How old is he now? <laughs> He's nine. Learning to rub it in, the older he gets, and it'll yeah. just keep getting worse. Love it. Oh, yeah. Well, cool, he's, man. Uh, <laughs> he's pretty excited. Uh, Nebraska, once you're, you got to be 10 to get a deer license. So he didn't oh, get one this year because he doesn't turn 10 until February, but he'll get one next year. And his goal is to shoot his first deer with his bow. Very oh, cool, man. Very cool. Well, if he got a, so. if he got a quadruple bearded bird, he's going to be looking at like probably a 200 for his first deer. So. <laughs> yeah. Double drop no, time. He, t- he, t- he told me, he said he don't care what it is. If it walks by, he's shooting it. I like Perfect. this kid. Perfect. I like Dude, he's got the mindset, and obviously he can get it done, so look out. Yeah, that's it. I told him, I said, I don't care either. Doe, spike, I don't care for your first one. Yep. Of course. Shoot away. That's awesome, man. Yep. Well, that's if cool. It, if it's in range, let her rip. <laughs> yeah, shoots a buck, 200-inch buck, double dropper, just rubs it in. The older he gets, the worse you hate that you got him into hunting. <laughs> she's, yeah. a, she's a 400-inch yeah, bull the next year. Yeah, 400-inch tag. Yeah. Where, where do you go from there, though, as a, as a 10-year-old, you shoot a 200-incher? What, what do you got to What do you got to look forward to? <laughs> I, I guess you just sit him down, give him his first beer, and you say, listen, kid. It don't get any better from here on out. Enjoy what you got, man. 140 for you forever, buddy. Yeah, no doubt. First beer at 10. If my if I had a son and he killed a 200-inch deer, he's 10 years old, I'd be like, hey, you're going to drink this bush light with me because this is incredible. <laughs> I'm the yeah. worst dad ever, apparently. But that's good. Yeah. like, wow. Huh? Like Clint should have drank a beer with his boy that night when he told him they weren't pussies. They were savages. I know. <laughs> I know. I I like he told us that story. I'm like, man, I'm concerned for this. Yeah, I'm concerned for this kid's upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Clint is exactly what his kid said. You know, like he just that's what he. That's how they get it done? Clint's I don't know. Clint. The Caspers. I have a feeling those boys are going to be big buck killers no matter where they go. And Hellraisers. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. For women and mule deer and elk all over the country, they're in trouble. Yep, feel sorry for them already. <laughs> the Casper boys. It's tough out here, man. It's a tough go. Well, Chris, thank you so much, man. I, I'm really looking forward to the show. Um, I'm going to start the hashtag fuck COVID um, before this show. Uh, but, no, man, we appreciate you uh, having us there and, and putting this on and, and helping everybody out that's involved. Yep, um, and I hope that listeners want to come out and hang out and, and kind of support everything that's going on. So, uh, big thank you for one doing the podcast, doing the show, and giving us a chance. Well, I, I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys are coming back out again. I appreciate all the shout outs you've been giving me, the opportunity to be on your podcast. I mean, it's you guys are you guys are killing it. I mean, what do you what are you on like? God, I lost count. What are you on like four hundred and thirty some? Four hundred now? Or we, we don't even know. We're in the four hundred. Four something. For something. <laughs> I'm behind. I'm yeah. on like 408 or something. <laughs> we got like, at the time we recorded this, we have like 416 or 17 launched and then a bunch in the hopper. Yep. So it's... Uh, so I'm not that far behind then. No, no. Oh, you're no. you're in the mix still. You're in recent times. You're in current events for the most part. But yeah, man, I mean, we've been hustling. There's uh, no plan in stopping, just ramping it up from here on out and a bunch of big shit planned for 21. So uh, we're looking to, to tear it up. 
Right on. Well, you you guys keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. I love listening to your podcast, so I appreciate you having me on and uh, being part of the crew. Absolutely, man. Well, we will see you in less than a month, and I want to give a big shout-out to everybody that listened to this podcast. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for the support. And you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. wild game in wild places tune in to hunt stand presents saturdays at 8 30 p.m eastern waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment